0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. We are all enlisted in the army of God. Let me tell you a story. Let me
1: tell you a story that happened. Let me
0: tell you a story.
2: Reporting your experiences from the front lines of church service.
1: Welcome to Priesthood, this Hatch's podcast.
2: Hi everyone, what you're about to listen to is the audio from a live stream from the 3rd of September 2021. It was our first after dinner chat and it was with Laura and Julian Heath, a couple from the UK uh, who have recently left the church. Um, So enjoy, there's some cracking stories, look out for the scrotum story and yeah, just have a good time, leave us a like and a share. And we'll see you in the next podcast. And welcome to the first Priest of Dispatchers after dinner chat. I'm PD. And uh, tonight we have Laura. Laura and Julian Heath with us. Um, both of us oh, here hello. in the UK. Hello. Um, so very casual and um, this evening. we oh, to- I think you're a bit too casual, to be honest. We, you, I, when you said after dinner, you know, we kind of made a bit of an effort. To be honest with you, I'm getting ready for the club. All oh, well. right.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, fair if I stood up, you'd see my shorts, Um, but that's the world we live in these
0: days.
2: (laughs) So, um, so yeah, what we want to do is imagine you've gone to maybe a slightly awkward dinner appointment um, in a new ward with a new couple, you know, the people that have been told to be your friends. Um, So you keep coming to church. You've sat down afterwards. Mm. You don't quite know one another kids are out playing um, and it's time to get the nitty-gritty. So that's what we're going to do tonight. Laura and Julian have already contributed to the Priest of Dispatchers blog with a story each. Um, Julian's was trying to be like Jesus and Laura's was who am I? We'll come back to them later in the show. Um, But first of all, let's find out who they actually are. Um, So Laura and Julian, first of all, um for anyone not of the Mormon faith uh, that might be listening this evening, um, can you tell us where you met, how you ended up as Mormons? Yeah, before we start though, can I just say this whole kind of like dinner
0: party thing? We we we're not very experienced in this. We don't get invited to a lot of uh dinner parties or to people people's houses just generally. And you'll probably find out why as, as the, the, the evening kind of
2: continues. From what, from what but, yeah. I've heard, it, it descends into chaos with <laughs> and all sorts. I think it's, it starts in chaos
0: and descends into carnage. <laughs> that, that's oh, that, is, is chaos worse than carnage? Or, I don't know. but you, you get the idea. I don't know. Well, if we just go right to the <laughs> very beginning. Julian, yeah, okay. when did so, you come a Mormon? Oh, so I was baptised age eight. I was raised in the
2: church. Okay.
0: Um, I was a very good Mormon boy. um, And I, um, yep, served the mission in the London South Mission and got back and found Laura and married her very quickly before she learned learned more about me. And we've been married for nearly 18 months now. 18 months. 18 a
1: long, fun. long eighteen
0: months. <laughs> it old, feel, feels like eighteen years, but it's actually just been eighteen months. No, eighteen years. 18 yeah, years. married in the temple. Yep. Yep, and we kind of
2: um we left the church about five years ago. Yeah. four, six years ago. To five years, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. So, Laura, were you baptized when you were eight as well? I wasn't,
1: no. I come from part member family. For anybody that doesn't know about Mormonism, my dad is uh, not religious at all. My mum was raised uh, with some religion, Found, uh, was attracted by a couple of sister missionaries who are normally the people that you see going out in twos, look very smart, got badges on. Um, Two sister missionaries attracted my mum. She joined and then I later got baptized when I was 15. So I was in a southern ward, greys, growing up um and until i was about 23 so mostly my experience growing up was i felt like a bit of a fraud as a mormon because i was part member family like the equivalent of being a mug blood in uh, harry potter world yeah. a bit like that yeah. so I felt like i was a bit i was a bit dual personality trying to be good but also wanting to be a little bit rebellious and you know
2: but then myself. you met your, yeah. your knight in shining armor you rescued me yes yeah. yeah. missionary i yeah. rescued her from her sinful life <laughs> and uh, brought her into
0: the fold, yeah.
1: So I was, yeah, 23. I met Julian when he was 25 and then I moved up to the Midlands and that's where we are now.
2: Okay. So um, for anyone that's new to of Dispatches, um, the whole thing that we go for here is the fact that um, all of us uh, that have served in the church, whether it be Mormonism, Jehovah's Witnesses um, or any high-demand religion, we come across experiences that are just crazy. Um, that you'd never come across in your, the normal walk of life. Um, and we've compared that to serving in the trenches. And so with Laura being baptised at 15 and Julian being baptised at 18, between them, they have 52 years of church service. So that's that's a lot of time for a lot of experiences to take place. Um, and I know having spoken to both of them um, at length, and, uh, and listen to some of their experiences on 21st Century Saints earlier in the week. Um, that there have been, um, yeah, a, a lot of good times, a lot of bad times, but we blame it on the boogie. And tonight we're just here to hear about the good times. Uh, and we want to know about the funny times um, because the past doesn't have to be painful, it can be funny as well. Um, so, who wants to? to Go first uh, with maybe one time the church wasn't exactly um, the perfect scenario. Do you want to go for Julian? You got your lined up. Here
0: you go. Um, I so hmm, <laughs> so many stories. Um, so I uh, one of the the stories that this, actually this is this isn't a. For me to go
1: first? Yeah, oh, go on, you go, I'll go first. I'll go first because I've got yeah, my mind up. Yeah. Right, so, um, so one mm. that I can't directly claim, though I know the people <laughs> and I um, I just wish I was there. So a sacrament meeting. So once a month we, get a sac- uh, we have a sacrament meeting every single week uh, for anybody that's not Mormon. And once a month uh, you have something called fast and testimony meeting or fast and tell a story meeting is what it descends into. Whereas people fast for... Um, two meals, and then they uh, get up and bear their testimony, or equivalent of a spiritual witness of the church um, being meaningful to them. And so that can uh, follow a really formulaic, and often does. You know, I, I know the church is true. I You know, I follow the prophet. I this, I that. And you know, you can kind of when the children get up, they'll say certain things. I love my family. That. When you occasionally get people that are um, new to the church or you might get people that um, are maybe a little bit older, you get some um, interesting gems, and those are the best ones. When you're there and you're falling asleep, those are the best ones. And so this particular occasion, there was a woman in, um, uh, an, an older woman, she, she's about in her 70s, and she was in sacrament meeting, and she got up to bear testimony. She She's clearly a little bit distressed, and she got up um, to the stand and... Um, so brothers and sisters, you know, I'm really glad to be here today. You know, I've been going through such a difficult time recently. My husband and I, just we just need your prayers. We need you to pray for us. Um, you know, my um, husband has uh, injured his scrotum. Oh, and um, as a result of that, it's really affected our relationship. You know, we are finding it difficult in our relationship together. Um, It's affected his work. It's affected his work. It's affected, you know, our home life. It's really... So please, everyone, can you just pray that he's, um, you know, Scrotum will be uh, healed soon? She, obviously, clearly distressed, but comforted by the fact that she's got all these prayers that are going to be for her husband, Scrotum. And she gets down off off the stand and there's, uh, you know, the appropriate silence and shifty sort of looks around. And she goes and sits down next to her husband, who's there, and he then follows her up to the stand and says, "I've got one word, for, and that is sternum." So she's <laughs> completely mixed the two up. <laughs> I don't know. If she clocked what the difference was at that time.
2: Oh my god! <laughs> but
1: yeah, so those are beauties. They are in uh, in fast and Test meeting. I think
0: so. That that is a particularly good kind of fast and tell a story meeting story. But there, I think it's one of those things that. Like now, I I can't go back and remember loads and loads of stories. But we all, we've all, everybody that's been in a fast and, and testimony meeting has got crazy stories. You know, there's all every ward, every ward, there is somebody that is just a little bit bonkers. And when they get up to bear their testimony, you kind of like, yes. well, yeah, either either yes, this is going to be good, or. Kind of brace yourself, like what's going to come. Yeah. Someone's and, in
1: the wings, ready to rescue I'm, I'm sure
0: it. We, you could write if if you did it intentionally. You know, if you weren't thinking about it retrospectively, you could probably just write a book about great um, fast and testimony um, stories, couldn't
2: you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've got one actually. Got I've one. got
0: one. I might have shared this with you before, but um, but I'll, I'll repeat it now. So I remember being in. So I was in. Um, at, I'll say a ward. I was in a ward when, um, when they'd just had a transition uh, of leadership. So the previous bishop had been released. They'd just called the new bishop. And I, I don't know. Do they normally do that in a testimony meeting? I think they normally... Or, or, so I, I, I don't know. But this was a testimony meeting. And I think yeah. the, the, the previous bishop and his wife had kind of got up and, and bore their testimonies. And then the... the Kind of new, the incoming bishop got up and and um, bore his test. In fact, actually, I'm, I'm I'm making me so that it didn't happen on the same time. It must have been a few weeks after. Okay, so they just had a, a transition of leadership, and it must have been a few weeks after, after. And there was a and there was a testimony meeting. It was the first opportunity that people had got really to kind of talk about the fact that they got a new bishop. And so there were lots of people that were getting up and and saying thank you to the bishop that had served previously. And then kind of saying, Well, you know, really excited that so and so has been called and I'm sure he's gonna do a great job. He's a great person and I love his family and all that kind of thing. I think that's quite standard. You know, if you've if you've ever been in one of those meetings, I think that's quite standard. What wasn't so standard was the woman that, that got up and said, Oh, you know, I'd really wanna thank the bishop that's just gone he was just a wonderful man i absolutely love um, love him he was so great and i'm really s- sad that he's not bishop anymore um because when i found out the new guy was being called i was really upset i was really upset i just don't like that man and I, um, I cried I, I you know i just thought i don't i don't like him and i cried and you know just felt that it wasn't right or or you know whatever and of course, everybody in the audience knows where it's going. You know, everybody in the audience is ready for this. You know, and I, I cried, and but I prayed about it and I had this really good feeling. And, and I just knew that he was the person that God needed to be called as bishop at that time. But she didn't do that. She just closed in the name of Jesus Christ amen, and, and then left the stage. So she basically got up, said, I'm really sad that the previous bishop has gone. He was a wonderful man. When I found out this new bishop was called, I was really upset. I, I didn't like him. yeah you still upset. Uh, yeah, and I yeah, cried about it in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. <laughs> and, oh, wow. and, he was, and he was just brilliant because, you know, it's that awkwardness, isn't it? That awkwardness every, that everybody feels when it's like, you know, you, you, you want to spontaneously start singing the spirit of God just to make everything okay again.
2: Yeah, I was... I was... I guess religiously, I'd get up fast and test for me in first time, every time. And there was always that sort of race. Um, I was going up one aisle and there was another aisle um, where a certain older sister would be shuffling. And I'd almost slow down a little bit to make her think she was going to get there first. And be, the end, uh, and be like, yeah, better look next month. Um, but when, when I was coming towards the end, of, I guess, my church life, uh, where I went every week, um I was maybe a little bit more risky in what I was saying from the stand and I remember looking out and I'd just gone up out of kind of habit um and I looked out and I said you know what Jesus is so powerful because if you look around none of us would be friends outside of the thing <laughs> I said how many how many of you if I met you at the pub would I have a second drink with um and every everyone was you Whoa. maybe you, but not definitely not you. <laughs> my my best mate was sat at the back, absolutely pissing himself laughing. Um, and my wife, her face was Whoa.
1: You are dead. You
2: go? It's, it's her home ward as well, it's where she's grown up, and I'm just like this interloper. Um, <laughs> and I used to be the bishop, and now I'm not the bishop. I'm just this crazy guy stood at the stand saying how he hates everyone. <laughs> um, and then I just kind of said But Jesus, Jesus has brought us together.
1: What can you say?
2: That's that's how powerful Jesus is. So there you go. Um, You know,
1: our middle son, so we were at at a church um, barbecue just last week. We went to the ward for the first time in like years and they just had a barbecue. People were very nice. But our middle son is a bit theatrical, loves a microphone. He knows there's a microphone in that chapel. He doesn't remember much about church because he's only eight now and he, um, he remembers there's a microphone in that chapel. And so at every opportunity, he will, like, slide away from us, get into the into the uh, chapel area, and we'll be outside in the car park having a barbecue, and we'll just know that he's on there because we'll just hear, hear this booming, booming voice. voice coming through uh, and he'll sound it. Hello, everyone. So actually, we wouldn't dare even try and go, you know, like, you know, it, we have no idea what he would say up there.
2: Isn't that amazing though when when like you're you're somewhere else in the building there's no one in the chapel you know there's no one in the chapel and a primary child gets on and then you hear the sound <laughs> on the mic, and then you just hear it's <laughs> in <laughs> so all true. the rooms and then you've got so that true. one that one brother who's in charge of the chairs he goes charging off to a cost whichever child um, has got hold of the mic
1: yeah because yeah. they've just they've just completely you know decimated a sanct uh, you know like a, a oh, sanctuary yeah. there you know you might as well have just urinated in every single corner Saxon
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. no the, it's is, really, the chapel it can is be very really sacred yeah that if you take photos in it they don't develop <laughs> the true. you know it's that forward. that's why you can't have wedding photos of the bride coming down the aisle because if you take <laughs> a photo in the chapel i mean i don't know how they do it with the broadcast these days and uh, do you know what everything <laughs>
0: We, um, yeah, when we got married, um, I can't even remember who it was that did this, but they, they said about uh, getting getting off on a technicality. So they thought, right, what we'll do is we'll set up a video camera on the, uh, in Pass the culture the slide hall. the doors. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The other side so right. we set yeah. it up in the culture hall, slide the doors, so that it's not obvious that there's a video camera there. There'll just be like a little sleet, and it'll be videoing it, and I wouldn't let them. Because
2: it was wrong. He oh my god! It was wrong. Julia, what an idiot! You were so. You, you need an so extra point good, for that. Though. I'd have done the same, mate. I'd, I'd have just no. been like, "No, you can't," because even if you do it, I'll be paying for a blank video.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it it <laughs> won't work. It's
2: the power of Jesus,
0: compels me. I just, I just remembered, but I didn't really remember. you are being have,
1: rubbish at sticking to time. Sorry,
0: I half remembered. Okay. You might, you might remember that the, the whole story. But when we were kind of moving out of the church, you know, so we would still go from time to time, but we weren't we certainly weren't active. Um and we were asked to do it was a Christmas thing, wasn't it? We were asked to, to that they, they were doing some kind of like Christmas service thing, not not Christmas Day, but around Christmas. And they want they asked if we would do like a musical item with our family. And we
1: thought, you know what, if you give us actually a poem, we can do this. You've given us the words. We don't have to make anything up from our own heads that we would, you know, we're looking through the poem. It's all right. We can do this. And so we
0: turned up. And so we, uh, it was what, four, it was probably five years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. And it was so quite late. Lot,
1: and the kids, kids were, were like young and it was quite late. And we had the person that was organizing it. Lovely lady, but very, like, wanted it precisely done in a certain way. He wouldn't have thought she was dealing with families, with children at all. And so it got to the point where we're supposed to get up. And we'd kind of gone through it with the kids. There's bits that we say, bits that they say, very small bits that they say. Um, and basically it, it went to rats because we, as we're getting out of the pew, or you can... Someone,
0: could... one, one of them was asleep. Yeah. So I'm, I'm guessing oh it was Levi. Levi fell asleep. So I've got like, just got him kind of trying to, to go up there and the... hold him at the same time. And then I had to pick
1: Saxon up. A middle
0: child who is he, really interesting because he can he can really perform. Like, like Laura said, he likes to be theatrical and he can really perform. But it, it's always gotta be it's very on much got to be on his yeah. terms. So what, what did he call me?
1: So all you can hear is we're moving out of there and we're shuffling to so the obviously quiet. People are obviously thinking oh, the Heaths are back and they're gonna you know they're gonna Find their testimony again, and you just hear Saxon get off me, you bonehead. <laughs> that was the end of our church life for a while. I'm
0: really, really angry. You know, for, for however old he was, he was like what four, five, oh, or something. Yeah. You oh know, like,
2: bonehead's are pretty. That's yeah. a pretty bad swear word. He meant it. Yeah, get well. off me. Uh, a yeah. Christ, uh, Christ-like uh, atmosphere at home must have been like breeding those things in him. <laughs> yeah. also, well looking at the time we're going to move on, uh, yeah, on and, and we're, we're going to keep moving plowing through so now we're coming to i guess the the main part of our discussion which are the two stories um that you've already submitted through the Priest of Dispatches blog and um, they've already been published uh, maybe three four five weeks ago um and we're going to start with julian in the chapel um speaking in front of the area president um so his story was are trying to be like Jesus um, and you'd been invited. Um, was it with your dad? Yeah. Yeah. My,
0: I, so
2: oh, I'll try and be brief,
0: but I, um, I think it's it, it part of being like the, I'm the youngest of nine kids. And part of that, I think is a desire to, you know, you want, firstly, when you're the youngest of nine, you've, you've got to find a way of, of, being heard you know you've got to you've got to kind of get noticed because there were so many of us but also I really looked up to my my brothers and my 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 older brothers my older sisters and I I wanted their approval and and I think maybe approval has always been important to me if I'm honest I don't want this to get all kind of couchy going to my all my my deep um seated problems always um yeah, do we need to go to a safe space <laughs> <laughs> definitely not um, one of those but that was definitely in the church as well you know and I, I'd because I, I was quite I was confident so I would you know I was giving talks from as young as you could possibly give talks and teaching lessons you know the first opportunity and I uh was dick's quorum president and teachers quorum president and assistant to the the um, priest, corps and president, and I think I was Sunday school president bef- while I was still in youth, and then as soon as I left, I was I was core and president, and and you know, and I just it, it meant a lot to me, you know, and, and maybe it's just because I'm a mob and, and I you know I wanted th- that 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 recognition, but yeah, but it did, it meant a lot to me, um, but I've always struggled a little bit with the fact that I'm not very good with authority. Um, which, you know, just doesn't go down very well in the church, does it? You know, that, that's a, a very much an American part of the church is that kind of um, respect for authority and stand when general authority comes in and all that nonsense. Um, and, and, and so, you know, it's kind of like, I, I could have gone far in the church if I would have just said the right things or had my the right haircut and, you know, be wear a white shirt, you know, it's like, a, as, a, as a youth, I never wore a white shirt, that kind of thing. Anyway, so, got back off my mission, um, which I loved, it was absolutely fantastic, Um I, I had a phone call, towards the end of my mission, I had a phone call from my mission president asking me to be his, uh, who I absolutely idolised, a wonderful guy, really idolised him, asking me if I would be his, what is he, AP, is oh, that right?
2: Was, yeah, you got your DLness, your Z-Illness and your AP. I did he, I did it? And and he
0: asked me if I could be his AP, but then he found out that I couldn't drive. So he said, Oh, you can't. Uh, Sorry. Really. Um, but still, as far as I was concerned, I would got it, I'd got the yeah. approval. That kind of thing was so, so important to me. And um and then when I got off my mission, I kind of it was almost like I came back to my home ward and um and I just, I felt like I got back and no one really cared. (laughs) You know, my family did, but the stake didn't because normally when you have someone come back from the mission, then they'll, they'll talk at stake conference and, you know, and they'll have their, their their kind of um, debrief with the high council. And I was there for like a minute and it wasn't what I expected anyway. So my dad, um, who is just a wonderful wonderful guy and was really proud of me for serving a mission and he he was on the high council so he he wanted me there he wanted me there with him because he was he was proud of his son and um and so I went um to to give this talk and lo and behold the area president was there um alder hillen was there and I thought yes this is brilliant he's going to love he's going to love my talk he's going to call me as an apostle straight away, which is pretty cool. Cause he's not even an apostle himself, Yeah, I know. this was. Uh, but it was going to happen. It, yeah. it was inevitable. It was, yeah. I just, I had the feeling, there was a, a feeling in, in my loins. that, told me, <laughs>
1: that where it was?
0: It was, it was in my loins. It told me that's what was going to happen. And, um, so I gave my fantastic talk. Um, that, you know, I probably expounded doctrines in ways that he'd never even thought of them before, you know, and, uh, and, and you, the, you know, I'm looking out at the congregation, and there are tears at, at, at the right time, and laughter at the right time. It was it was awesome. Um, and then at the end of the the meeting, you do the you know that normal kind of thing where everyone on the stand. It's like that. It's a bit awkward, isn't it? Because you know you can't just like, like get up and just go off. You know, you've got to do that thing where you all shake hands and the bishop says, oh, thank you for your talk. And I oh, really enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah. And, and so we, we did that. And, and Alder Hillam kind of said, uh, can I just, can I just have a word just over here? Can we just have a little bit of a private chat? And I'm thinking, yes, this is it. I'm um, get ready. It, it's, it's one of two things. He's either going to call me as an apostle, or I'm going to have my call on election made sure. It, it was it's bound to be one or the other. And um, so he kind of sat me sat me to one side and he said, um, so I, I think you know what I want to talk to you about. And <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah, but which one is it? I'm not quite sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course I say, oh, no, 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 no. What is it? He said, um, I feel like your beard, Detracted from your talk. Ouch. Yeah, and um, and I was kind of. And can I just say, it wasn't this. <laughs> this is a beard, yeah. This wasn't you know. It was it was like. Sorry, I'm not trying to I'm, beard I'm shame gone. you
2: here. It's fine. Um, but my, um, mine's because I'm I'm too fat. If I was skinnier, the hair follicles would be closer together, and I'd have a really nice belly. right it's stretched <laughs> it out. Worked. Uh, right okay so yeah i mean it was
0: it was just a little bit it was a little bit of stubble and um you know and he said yeah I feel like your beard detracted from from your talk and i think he said something like you know as a, as a return missionary you now really you you should understand that that you know these things are important and you should try and emulate the brethren whatever and you know and i Quite uncharacteristically of me, <laughs> if you speak to my, if you speak to my family, they, they'll attest to this. Quite um, uncharacteristically of me, I just kind of went, "Hmm, okay, yeah, thank, thank you." You know, and kind of kept it all in, and uh, managed to keep it all in um through the, about the whole of that little kind of meeting, and. Uh, and then when i got home I, I let it all out and i just I, it's one of those things where i just i love a do-over yeah i love a do-over i'd love to be able to you know when he says your your beard i feel like your beard detracted from your your, your talk I just like to say all right can i just stop you there <laughs> um you know i don't i don't know what is it about my beard that did, you know was it flashing you know does it have you got a phobia? What What is it? Because I'm pretty sure if Jesus was there, you wouldn't have gone, oh, sorry. Sorry, Lord. The the beard thing is just, I can't, you know, Sermon of the Mount is, is great and all, but it, it, the beard just makes it so difficult for the message to get through. Uh, or, or, I, or I wish I could have just said something like, um, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I didn't really quite get what you said there. I was distracted Boy you're judging us. Yeah. <laughs> just the, the message just didn't can't come through. You're judging us completely detracted.
1: Completely over it, aren't you?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Know,
1: absolutely <laughs> bastard.
2: Oh my gosh. Good Sorry. Life. Have you got a bleeping function on this? <laughs> no, we're live. Um, oh, yes. it's, it's too late. Uh, <laughs> no, but may, maybe you maybe it was the other way, maybe. He wanted you either clean shaven, or you need to hide for a week until you've got a proper Jesus beard, and then there would have been more holiness to your words, and you would have been the apostle. I didn't even consider that. Maybe you I feel were just
0: stupid a, now. You were a few days growth short. Yeah, he wasn't. It wasn't the fact that I got a beard; it was how pathetic my beard was, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, that's that's what really upset him. That's,
2: that's where we're going to go with that
0: okay awesome well, well you
2: you cry into your wine um, <laughs> oh dear let's go to Laura um Laura your story who am I um uh, so mm. I named it who am I because your story involved you as one person but in so many different roles in the same like two hour period um in the temple
1: you could probably just name that as my church experience in general who am I
2: what's going on <laughs> Yeah. So you were in the temple.
1: Yeah. Heavily, so heavily like, pregnant. Yeah. Really. heavily pregnant. And the thing is, even when I wasn't heavily pregnant, I'm really sure. Anyway, I'm five foot two and a half. And that half means something okay. to me. But when you're in the when you're in uh, the temple and you wear those. Like those dresses, unless you have been somebody that wanted to have your dress tailor made for you, so it was like stuck to you. Those things are like tents on somebody my height. So, you know, out of Willy Wonka, you know, Veronica, Faruka Salt, when she met, it turns into a blueberry. That's right. the way I felt every time, like a bit of a pimple head on top was just like a massive, So I always felt a little bit uncomfortable. So you had, you know, eight and a half months worth of pregnancy on that. And I was a whale walking around, but I was on this particular occasion, I was an escort <clears throat> for a woman that her, was in a, um, she'd, was going to the temple for the first time she was married to a non-member and she got to a stage where she was going to go to temple she was so excited about it and she wanted me to be her escort and even though it's probably probably wasn't the best time for me to go and waddle around in the you know and be an escort for her we were there and so we get to We've made it up the stairs, and again, any short person will be able to attest. When you are trying to get up the stairs, as a short person, if you've not got your eye on the ball and you've been distracted by a chandelier or something, you start to tread on your own dress. Before you know it, you are crouched over, head in somebody's backside, trying to pull your skirt out from underneath you. So the whole thing is a bit of a mess to try and keep
2: decorum. Jane in the comments just said that her friend used to call the, uh, the clothing rental rent-a-tent.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly.
2: Thank you. Exactly. What is, sorry.
0: You hijacked right. No, just, what is that? What is that about church clothes? Like, who do, who model? Like, who do they base these on? Like, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about garments, but, like, garments, like, who are they? They're like, they, they don't fit anybody. Do you know what I mean? It's like, who who did they base these things are.
2: Yeah. I, th- I think th- it's got to be the American body size, mine, you know, and then they, they go from marshmallow down the sizes. And then when you get to yourselves, well, eat more. I, d- <laughs> I don't know. I, d- I don't think they're based on humans. No?
0: Lizards are lizard
2: overlords. Maybe they're based, based on... they're based on your celestial form. And it's, it's in this life trying to get ready
0: oh Oh, that's Mm. deep Mm. yeah yeah I love the way you do that you just you know these mysteries you just cut through through it yeah sorry go on
1: so anyway I'm there and I'm there as an escort so I'm trying to take this seriously because I think
0: for for anybody that's not a member of the church, trying to try and explain what an escort is
1: it's trying to make a really abnormal situation seem really normal so you know when people say to you, oh, you're going to have a baby and it's going to be amazing and you're about to go through hours and hours of pain and they've still got this like complete smile plastered on their face. Well, this is kind of like that. You're going to go through something really, really weird and I'm going to give you the biggest smile and the biggest hug and make you feel like completely gaslight you into thinking it's completely sane and normal. Yeah, anyway, like, really, there are really. – yeah. Yeah. Um, and you don't even realise that you're doing it or you kind of think you are but you think you're the only person that feels that way. Uh, so anyway, I'm there. I'm trying to be as excited as possible for her, but I'm also aware that I'm not moving about. You know, you don't have an awful lot of room there. And there's it's kind of like in a theatre sort of style. So you've got lots of seats that sort of the seats flip down. So at different times in there that you have to, without going into too much detail, but with um, at different times in there, according to the ceremony, you might uh, um, put on certain clothing and take certain clothing off. Not loads of clothing off, but like costume change. Yes. And so uh, there was a a period of time in there where um, it's like an unwritten rule. You try and be really casual about it as you turn around. You've been given this instruction what to do, but also you do not want to be the last person standing. Mm -hmm. So you're like, got you know, you're, you know, getting a bit of a shift and you're watching other people. You know, they're starting to sit down now. I'm aware now it's not just me. I'm trying to take care of with this big, huge stomach that I'm trying to put stuff on. I've also got a lady by the side of me who's navigating new clothing altogether, so.
2: It's really like specific, the way they tell you to do it as well. Yes, very specific. If you get it out of order, or tied on the wrong side or things like that, then the power of Jesus is not enough. You're you're open to demonic possession. That's true, and Um, there's
1: there's people watching.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And they'll come over and politely whisper that you've done things the wrong way around. So I'm watching people kind of sitting down. And so there's like more and more people sitting down. I'm getting a bit of sweat on now because I'm thinking, okay, I don't want to be the only one here. But Laura, you need to be. It doesn't matter if you're the only one here, but it does. So we get to a stage where we really are the only ones there. And there's an item of her clothing that is missing. And in a room that's really, really white, her item of clothing is green. And we can't find it anywhere. So we're, we're flipping back seats. We're looking around things. Clearly the people that are officiating, there's normally a a male and a female in there officiating. Well, who am I kidding? The male's officiating, the woman's in there for
2: balance. Yeah.
1: And so she comes over to us and says, um, you know, what 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 are you messing about? What's going on? You know, obviously seeing that we're sort of looking around and we're like, we're just trying to find something at the moment, trying to keep it as calm as possible. I want this to be as as normal experience for her as possible. And we're still looking around at the moment. I'm like now on laying on the floor with this massive stomach, trying to look between people's legs to find this green apron. Can't find it anywhere. And we get to a stage where we're just flummoxed. And then I realised that the little old lady that is looking up, grinning at me from just next to me in the seat, has got two on. <laughs> so at that point, brilliant. Thank you. Can you please hand it over? We all sit down. <laughs>
2: You know what gets me? I don't know why. Maybe they do, but why don't they have like sets of costumes spare in the room? And yeah, you just be like, "Oh, here's here's one," you know, or yours is broken. Boom. <laughs> you know what I mean? It'd be like prophecy that something was going to happen, so they put a spare in the room.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah it would be. That would be a that'd be a faith promoting story.
2: Yeah, that the little old lady. Uh, knew to take a spare up there because someone was going to put two on that day. Um, that would make it
1: conference. That would. Yeah.
2: yeah no, might absolutely. be
1: involved in like a plane journey as well, but it would be.
2: Death spiral. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so she'd got two on. Uh, yeah. And then I know that Julian that day had also thrown you through another loop. Yeah. He so like to do this. You, <laughs> were <the> <laughs> order, <laughs> you were the escort and now you were Eve.
1: Now I'm Eve. I'm Eve as a witness couple. Um, how do you, yeah, you say yeah.
0: So for people that don't know, um, every time that they, they have this kind of ritual, the person that's officiating always looks for the best looking couple and asks them to be the, the witness couple. That
1: is not the criteria. And, and
0: we are, oh, man. Every, it's felt like every time, every no, time we went.
2: This was another time it, that Julian thought, if I'm witness couple the prophet is going to meet me in the celestial room and call me to be an apostle. Because I was, I acted Adam, like, down to a T. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people people applauded when I did it.
0: Yeah. People applauded. And we, not, we don't do that very We don't do it enough, do no, we? Don't, we, don't. we don't applaud enough. But yeah, sometimes I would be witness couple and people would just be like,
2: you know, I was, bravo, I was, bravo. I was speaking to my dad earlier today, um, who being temple president right at the temple that or one that you're speaking about and I said to him is there like a journal where they keep all the stories and he said no but he said like in the wards and the stakes they have a history so each ward has a ward historian so there's a temple historian so if people have experiences they tell them and it goes in there and I said can you just look up Julian Heath and every time you were witness couple, it was their big gold stars. Um, Julian It's Like
1: Legoland. You yeah, him
2: you know. Top, top call him, the- uh, uh, next to it, apostle question mark. I'm I not. Know. I'm not surprised. I'm
0: not sorry, surprised. <laughs> sorry.
2: But yes, you were. I'm you, God, were the you say that's football. not true. No, no uh, Sorry, uh, no. Absolutely true. Don't uh, play with my emotions <laughs> like these. But you've left the church now, so there's no chance. You'll <laughs> be knocking from the record. Scruffy. Never say never. <laughs> Okay, I'll I'll give him a call and tell him you're coming. (laughs) Thank you. Right. So you you are Laura, you are escort, you are Eve, and something that is unique about the person or the witness couple is that you have to not only do costume changes, you have to move around the room and kneel down in your pregnant form
1: Mm, and make covenants. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so right. you kind of
1: yeah. model the covenant and then other people do it afterwards. Yeah. So you kind of like model that. So it requires you moving, not very far, but moving and again, he- heaving myself, you know, in pregnant form in- onto like a kneeling down and then coming back again. Nice you awesome. do that several times. And there was somebody that was sitting next to me um, who had, I-, I clocked it when I went in, she had these sparkly white gloves on Almost like Michael Jackson gloves. Of course, between Michael Jackson gloves and the ones that you scrub yourself in the shower.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what? Just side note, the ones that Michael Jackson used to scrub himself with in the shower were sparkly as well okay so yeah
1: so he had, you know, it, okay. he had
0: special ones made with sequins on
1: so anyway she's got these gloves on True and cool, I right? noticed that every single time so you have like an envelope that's got all your clothing in and every time she picks up her envelope she's got her gloves on but then she takes them off at certain times throughout the so it's, she's very particular about how she's doing it never seen anybody else wear these gloves I don't think they're special edition you don't get them in you rent a tent so they're new to me but I can tell that as I'm moving forwards, backwards and forwards, she's getting a little bit agitated because when I'm coming back from and then standing up again, I don't pick up my envelope. Everyone else has got their envelope in their hands because they've just stood up and it was on their lap. Whereas I've come from the altar, so I've not got it in my lap. But I can tell she's getting a little bit, just a little bit irked by me, at which point she can't hold it in any longer. And I've come back to standing position and she picks up, my envelope off the floor and gives it to me and says that basically while I am at the altar as mother Eve, I am protected. But on that journey of about two and a half steps back to my seat, something I'm not quite sure what was going to happen, but I'm not protected there. I don't know if I could be, sh- but yeah, it was demonic bananas.
2: Possession. I think he's, he's the mind. Down
1: bananas. It.
2: Could you imagine though? Cause Satan, <sighs> He's not allowed in, is he? Well, no, because he's on the screen, isn't he?
0: No, I mean the real one.
2: No, yeah, he's on the screen.
0: Okay, yeah, go on.
2: We'll go with that. <laughs> and Santa's real as well. But he's, he's there on the screen, and he's going to go all 3D glasses on you and step out of the screen right as you come past.
1: That's true. That's the time to get me off guard. Off guard.
2: Like, that is the only place, the only time in your life, only place in the world, There's two and a half steps... And he's because that
1: out. squishy envelope that I had would be the perfect weapon to fight <laughs> off Satan, wouldn't it? If I was going to fight there him is. off with anything, it would be something that there was that squishy.
0: He
2: He'd be there like, oh, 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 oh no, he's picked it uh... he up. the envelope now. Oh, 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 oh. oh, picked it up again. You could you could have signed and tokened them. <laughs> 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 right then so uh that was that was uh, an interesting day a funny experience uh and we, we all have great experiences in the temple it is a difficult one to discuss because i know there are so many people who will be listening either live or at a later date um who know exactly what happens there and then there'll be other people who'll be like oh my gosh um how do i find out but there's nothing that you can't find out on youtube so new name noah Um, is your friend if you don't know what happens there. Um, If you do, then, yeah, it's just funny. Um, So those were your two stories um, and fantastic ones they were. We had some good feedback on them Um, and loads of likes. That's what we all like to see on Facebook. Um, But what we want to do now is we want to look at your Mormon score. Um, So this is something that I've made up, so it might just be crap. But... Let's see, I enjoyed can, it. let's see if we can do the technology You only
1: bit. liked it because you had really good points
2: Okay, so the Mormon score It's is a bit like a bingo game um, And it should be Available, available. soon On um, The Priest of Dispatch's Website and the Facebook page Let's see if we can share the screen No Um. Oh, no Showing stream Okay so there we know. go. Look at that. I'll tell you what, first time we got it. So how Mormon are or were you? So what we're trying to do is create a standardized way that everyone can take this little, I guess, quiz um, and find out how Mormon they were. Um, now, Julian and Laura have already been through this this evening. Um, if you're watching um, or listening, you can take a look. Um, there's a grid there, a six by six grid. Um, and there are common, uh, maybe, landmarks in a Mormon's life. Each of them are scored one to four. Um, so things like married in the temple will score you three. Uh, born testimony on youth camp will score you one, um, even though I, I, I never did that. Um, or met an apostle, score you three. Um, never drank caffeinated drinks to so score you a two. Um, so you kind of get the idea. You go through the grid, just mark off the ones that you have done um, and then add up your score and um, bring a little bit of the bingo to it. If on the grid you've got a horizontal straight line all filled in or a vertical one, you get an extra 10 points um, because you're extra special. Um, and then we have categories here, 0 to 15 points. You're a Mormon reservist. You like the idea of being a Mormon, but you never quite made it. 16 to 32 points, Mormon military support. So you're kind of like the cook way back at the uh, operating base, um, and the front lines just weren't for you. 33 to 49 points. You're a Mormon military runner. Uh, You spent time on the front lines, but you like the safety of the rear guard. Um, 50 to 90 points. Now this is where we get Laura and Julian, Laura got fifty-one points, and Julian got a whopping seventy-five. Flipping! Oh yeah, you guys were Mormon cannon fodder, so you were all in, and you would have died for the cause. You owned the front line, you know. You so so that kind of shows where you were as a couple. Um, Julian, like you say, you were ready to be an apostle. Now, anyone who does this, if you get ninety plus, now that's like there's only 94 points on the board. Um, but if you got 90 plus, so that would include a few um, straight lines, 10 scores and different things, um, then you would end up um, with a score that basically said you should be translated. Um, <laughs> and uh, the, the city of Enoch was translated years ago. What are you still doing here? Um, so, so yes. Do I want to try again. I want to go back and have another are you day. Are going to do it again? Yeah. Well, have a look. I'm going to put it up on the website uh, for people to download and it'll be on the Priesthood of Dispatcher's Facebook page for all and sundry um, to look over and uh, either share your scores, everyone. Uh, it'd be interesting to see. Uh, we, we did do a very unscientific research project today um, with some friends um, and I've tweaked it many a time uh, throughout the day. But as well, if you think there are other experiences that should be included on the grid um, that we've not yet come up with, um, then let us know because everyone's experience is different. Um, just let me take this down. Okay, back to that. i tell you what, I'm getting the hang of this. Um, it's a shame we're coming to an end.
1: We're really impressed. Junior was like, what's this you doing?
2: I know, check that out. Full <laughs> <Both> selector. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh if anyone in america is watching they're even going to get that <laughs> <laughs> sorry it's a uk thing um, okay we all how do like, it
1: everywhere yeah
2: how, is it our age group thing as well i, I don't think, think so could forget it.
1: i'm not sure
2: oh my gosh you can't even do both selector anymore because it's like not pc anymore
1: <laughs> oh
2: keith lemon he had to apologize didn't he anyway Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you, Laura and Julian.
1: Thanks for having for us. It's been us. loads of fun.
2: No, it, it has, it genuinely has been fun. And this has been our first after dinner chat. Um, so now, now that this one's been a marginal success, I'm gonna be out there chasing our other contributors uh, for their after dinner chat. So um, we'll put them on notice, but any other business um, in is it two and a half weeks now? Um, the 17th 18th and 19th two weeks today two weeks weeks today
1: today yeah
2: two weeks today we will all be at the sunstone uk conference in birmingham um so do you want to tell us a little bit about what's going to be at the sunstone conference other than us
1: yeah so um so we did a couple of days if you go to sunstone uk facebook page you'll get a lot more detail in terms of two days ago we on tuesday we did um a, a a short podcast where yourself was on it um all the um a, a, well a selection of um presenters came on and like talked a little bit about what they're going to be doing but essentially sunstone started in the 60s was for uh, nuanced members over in america that uh, wanted to talk about the real history uh, before it became correlated and so they got together and they would talk about things in quite an academic and a um uh, sort of historic academic um what else am i looking for the way they went about it they had you know they were all experts in the fields and so that's how it started but it carried on after that and we've we do things a little bit different in the UK. We need community as well, and so, um, I we you can
0: say we've gone ultra academic.
1: Be sure. <laughs> yeah, no, so we the do. Water
0: in <laughs> specially to so really raise the <laughs> academic bar. We're just
1: trying our best not to crash the thing into uh-huh. the rocks because it's been in good hands until we kind of got involved. But essentially, the idea is that we get together for um, the weekend and we um we get together as a, as a community. So there can be people that are um generally speaking um nuanced members progressive members uh, post members ex-members atheists anything in between you know the idea is that if you're if you're interested in the subject of mormonism then come listen to some of the presentations we've got so we've got presentations there that are on um history um, um and just lots of other subjects people that are talking about fighting from the trenches and trying to affect change people that um so Nemo the Mormon, Peter Bleakley on the loyal opposition, 21st century saints are going to be there. Yourself is going to be there. Yep. British dispatches. Um, we've got, I keep, I keep forgetting to say this, we have got an ecumenical service on the Sunday. Yep. Um, <clears throat> part of some stone over in the US is that on the Sunday, for people that do want to reclaim some of their, um, you know, spiritual sense of restoration, we've got an ecumenical service between, it's going to be a hybrid between LDS and Community of Christ, and they always do a good job.
0: But there are also there's lots of stuff in the program as well yeah. that, um, that we hope will appeal to people, you know, even outside of the church. You know, so people that have left, um, you know, not necessarily directly linked to uh, Mormonism. So we've got Sunday Assembly um, there. If, you, if you're not aware of what Sunday Assembly is, check it out. Um, it's fantastic. Um, we've got Mormon Mad is going to be there um
2: doing a presentation on how to make your life look better um, I thought That one was like excellent awesome.
1: at photography is excellent
2: want to know how to get rid of the shine you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be it's going to be photography tips and some just some general words of
0: wisdom tips tips and, and hacks for life as well yeah from Mormon mad um we've
2: got
1: discussion groups
0: yeah and we've also got um just lots of community space Um, So if if your bag is just about getting together and chatting to people, there's going to be places where you can do that. We're even going to put on some activities that are, you know, just related to that kind of socialising. So whether it's playing board games or um, sitting around and having doing like a book club, sewing, um, you know, playing musical instruments together. We've got lots of things that we're going to do. Yoga
1: Um, and meditation. Did you say that? I I didn't. Yeah, yoga and meditation.
0: Um, So really... The whole thing is about um, – well, let me tell you a little bit what it's not. It's not a church, okay? So some people in the UK are not really familiar with what Sunstone is. We've had people f- talking about the new church that we're setting up. Sunstone is not a church. Um, that's going to come later. I am I am planning my own religion. No, it's not. But <laughs> that will come
2: later. That's um, where you become an apostle. Yes.
1: He's going to um, kick me out of bed one night and so say he's got revelation that he's the
2: one mighty and strong. <laughs> you can't be in here – You can't be in here.
0: Your snoring is 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 disrupting more revelation. (laughs) Um, No, so it's not a church. That's that's one thing that it's not. Um, It's not just for anti-Mormons. That's another thing that it's not. I think a lot of people that are still active in the church are a little bit scared of um, of Sunstone, thinking that it's it's like an anti-Mormon thing. It's not. but it's,
1: it's eclectic it's if you're interested in mormonism so we do get that we get faithful members saying they're a bit nervous about coming and we get ex-members that say i don't think i can hold my tongue if i get in there when you the unique thing the interesting thing about is when you come and you that you know we have we we are respectful anyway as people we are you know we're not asking anybody to do anything that makes them feel uncomfortable um, we have enough different spaces for that
0: yeah uh, but but we are keeping it real that is what it's about. It's about being authentic. It's about, you know, having those conversations that maybe you can't have um, ordinarily at church, you know, because, you know, everything has got to yeah. be kind of Stepford Wives sort of, you know, keep it all super positive. So, yeah, so we're keeping it real. So if, if you're not sure, best thing for you to do is come along. It's a great opportunity.
1: Or message us. Message us with your honest questions because we'll be honest with you about what it is.
0: Yeah, go on the, the Sunstone Facebook, uh, Facebook, Sunstone UK Facebook page. Um, There's lots of information on there and we're on there and you can just talk to us about it.
2: Awesome. Um, And Priest of Dispatchers has a Sunstone competition running um, for stories. We've already got some good ones in um, from Mr. Firestoker. Um, If you're out there, your poem was amazing. Um, And a couple with Jesus in a fridge and a couple more temple ones. Um, So... Get your stories in, um, the winner will be announced um, and given the full priesthood dispatchers treatment and read out at Sunstone um, over that weekend. So you can make your entry either through the priesthood dispatchers Facebook page or email on war office at priesthooddispatchers.com. Can you see like the army thing we're going with here? Um, and lastly, but not least this week's Priest of Dispatchers um, blog will be available in the next hour or so. It's called The Lion, the Witch and the Rosebush. Um, <laughs> and it's it's another temple related um, story, one of my own, um, where I just end up in another one of those positions in life where you you take a moment and you think, what bad decisions have I made <laughs> to be stood here at this moment? What, 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 it's like they teach you as a child, Satan gets you one little thing at a time. And I think it's that sort of thing. You make one little decision, you go a little bit further that way, a little bit further that way, and you end up like, stood in a car park in your underwear. Um, but yes. We've all been there. <laughs> we've, <laughs> all, we've all yeah. been there, haven't we? It's Let's really be honest. sorry. I'll tell you
1: about that story, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs>
2: next time <laughs> okay no thank you laura thank you julian uh we we'll look forward to seeing thank you, you. At and, yeah uh, we're looking
1: forward to uh to having you there yeah
2: yeah thanks for being with us this evening thanks for everyone who watched um everyone on the chat and anyone who's watched um following um at a LA later date or listening on the podcast uh we'll be back soon with another after dinner chat in the future thanks very much and goodbye Bye bye so that was it. You made it through. I hope that you enjoyed the chat and uh, we'll come back for our second episode which is with Gary Whitfield all the way from California. See you later. If you enjoy the stories here at Priesthood Dispatches, please consider leaving a review on wherever you get your podcast from and if like many you're listening and thinking wow, something crazy happened to me too get in touch with Priesthood Dispatches either on our website at priesthooddispatchers.com or via the Facebook page. Alternatively, you can email the War Office on waroffice at priesthooddispatchers.com Thanks for listening, and remember... We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender.